This is The Guardian. I'm Jane Lee, coming to you from Wurundjeri land, and this is The Full Story. We're all paying more for groceries in a cost of living crisis because supermarkets are hiking prices higher than they need to. Last week, one of the foremost competition experts in Australia, Professor Alan Fells, presented this in a scathing report on price gouging. A significant part of the cost of living crisis has been caused by companies in uncompetitive markets taking advantage of their market power. It's the first of a number of inquiries into the tactics of major supermarkets this year, which are asking who decides how much something costs and is it fair? Today, how the big two are making you pay more at the checkout. It's Monday, the 12th of February. Finding your perfect home was hard. But thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jonathan, as Guardian Australia's senior business reporter, you look at all different kinds of industries, insurance, telcos, mining, the airlines, but you've been focused on supermarkets for a while. Why is that? In terms of a cost of living crisis and the pressures on households, nothing is more important than food. And so quite a while ago, this became a real area of interest and investigation. Obviously, prices have been rising, but we've been trying to look into why they have been. We're starting to get more official confirmation that the sector is not working correctly in terms of there's not enough competition to produce fair pricing for consumers. And when you think about it, we have two major supermarkets. That's not many. So what are the most important things that you found are not working in the supermarket sector? There's a disconnect between Uh, the types of profits being derived out of the supermarket sector and the prices that are charged. And when we started to notice those increases in our shopping bills, I think we kind of accepted that was part of the pandemic or inflationary period and we can put up with some of these rises. But they just kept occurring. And on the other side, we were seeing uh, near record profits and great increases in profitability among major chains. So there was this disconnect. And I think this is really what has been driving the scrutiny on the sector. 
This has now come through as well with the agricultural sector. So farmers are saying, well, we're getting much less for our produce because of falling prices, but we don't see those falls reflected on the supermarket shelf or in the supermarket fridges. So they're also witnessing this disconnect and that's leading to discontent. We also have a government that knows that cost of living is a major electoral issue. So the political conditions are also ripe now to really tackle this issue. Now, of course, it's very hard to see through the supply chains to work out exactly what a fair price would be. But at its kind of most basic, it just seems to be unfair. Jonathan, you've reported recently on a number of ways that supermarkets can get us to spend more. What are some of the tactics that supermarkets employ? One of the major tactics is the specials. A study by the ABS of the supermarkets found that when some items were put on special, consumers might spend 70 times more than they would typically on that product. Now, the item that the ABS used for that example was premium olive oil. And so what it appeared was most people weren't buying it. (laughs) And then when it went on special, they were stocking up. But even with other items, the ABS found it was on average about five times more that we would spend once we saw that yellow or red sticker on We love a deal. We love a deal. (laughs) And these sorts of things are getting more exaggerated during rising living costs because we are even more susceptible to buying things that are on special. Mm. I mean, I've had my own experience of seeing something that's half price or has a half price sticker and that feeling of, well, that might not be there tomorrow. So then you overpurchase something that you don't actually need. But then you end up with like five cans of lentils that you never use. <laughs> it happens to be <laughs> too often for someone who actually looks at this industry. There's been some uh, research that shows that the supermarkets uh, tend to put unhealthy food items on special, usually about twice the rate and at twice a discount as healthier items. This is obviously a problem with the sharp increase in costs. We want to be focusing more on the proteins and vegetables. But if you take a walk down the supermarket aisles, you'll probably notice that the majority of those stickers are on unhealthier items. Mm. Another issue that has come was the reasons that supermarkets and other companies give for raising prices. This includes that term excuseflation. It's very similar to greedflation. These are terms now being thrown around. And this is that idea that you see a product, it costs more than it used to, but you have heard from that company that things are more expensive, there are supplier costs, there's a conflict in Ukraine. Supply chain issues. I mean, what does that even mean? There's just, there's always a supply <laughs> chain issue and therefore that bag of rice has now got up 50%. Yeah. So... <laughs> It may or may not have actually impacted the price of that, but we as consumers accept it. What I do think is changing is why we accepted that initially. Now we're being a bit more wary and questioning whether those price rises are are reasonable or not. 
Next, can we break the power of the big two supermarkets? Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, another person who's been looking into supermarkets recently is Professor Alan Fells. He's the former head of the consumer and competition watchdog, the ACCC. And last week, he released a report into price gouging, which was commissioned by the ACTU. I think we should have more probing by governments and shaming about high prices. And he told the National Press Club about his findings, where he essentially said that Australians are paying prices that are just too high. So what did he find out is going on here? What Professor Fells found was that Australians are continuously overcharged, and especially by businesses that have the greatest market power. Mm. So that will occur in sectors like supermarkets, like airlines, like energy retailers, uh, like banks, where we only have a handful of competing companies. The inquiry also confirmed that profit margins at the supermarket specifically have been expanding at the same time as living costs and food prices have been rising for shoppers. So there's not enough pushback from competitors to bring those prices back down. Is that right? Yes, they're happening in sectors that aren't overly competitive. Now, we rely on competition to put pressure on pricing. And if that's not working, and this is a really interesting point that Professor Fells made, is that we haven't really seen some great price wars in our major industries for a long, long time. Like, when was the last time we saw a great price war on airfares or on supermarket products. Uh, Everyone's happy just to do their own thing and print quite impressive profits. And so then we need to look at mechanisms to increase competitiveness. So one thing that he is advocating for is some sort of commission that actually keeps an eye on this, investigates it, and looks into the reasons why prices in certain products or services might be getting out of hand. But also at the same time, there are more immediate things we can do in terms of scrutinising and putting pressure to price products at what we as a community would deem to be fair. So how are supermarkets getting away with charging higher prices than they should? Professor Fells made the point that there's a real policy gap 
in Australia. We have regulators and other mechanisms set up to catch out illegal behaviour, but raising prices, uh, price gouging, profit maximisation, none of these are in themselves unlawful. Mm -hmm. Can you talk me through some of the examples of the things we could do differently? It's very hard to come up with short-term responses to industries that are acting competitively. The major short-term thing we can do with supermarkets, which I think is actually starting to occur now, is to consistently scrutinise them, uh, to raise issues of potential unfair pricing, and essentially to put them on notice. And competition regulators know this. It's very powerful to put a bit more power into the hands of the consumer by giving them an outlet to complain and raise their issues and potentially then publicise them. So we will see that through the various inquiries that are getting underway. So short-term measures are really about public and political pressure. So there there are a number of things there that can be done. All of this discussion is a pretty damning indictment on the supermarkets. So how have they responded to not only your reporting, but also Professor Fell's recent report? Supermarkets point out that they are major employers in Australia. They need to balance uh, the interests of well, their employees, uh, shoppers, uh, their shareholders. They need to be profitable, uh, The supermarkets say that any increase in their own profitability has come through improvements to their business. So they may have come up with better ways to manage their stock or their warehousing. And so what they say is, well, in essence, we deserve an an increase in our profit margins because we've improved our business. We're not putting it on to shoppers. They also point out that their supplier costs are increasing, that they need to pay more to producers for various products. And so that naturally gets uh, passed on to the shopper. And they also say, well, these sales items, uh, these are done for cost of living pressure Mm. so that we can take some of that pressure off households. Professor Fell's report confirms a lot of the things that you've been finding, Jonathan, but this is just one report How seriously do you think the government will take these findings? The report has already either seemed to have an impact or it's in line with government thinking. Professor Fells actually pre-released some of his findings on supermarkets and that included a recommendation that there should be an ACCC inquiry into the supermarkets. Days later, the government actually announced that that inquiry would go ahead. The ACCC has significant powers and it is the best and most effective body to investigate supermarket prices and to examine the difference between the price paid at the farm gate and the prices that people are paying at the checkout. So that report is either helping inform government policy and or it is just generally in line with government thinking. We've had this report Uh, even the Queensland state government is having its own investigations or inquiry into the supermarkets. We have a Senate inquiry into supermarkets. We now have an ACCC inquiry. It all builds, and this is a long, long way from where we were just 
a couple of months ago. So they all have a part to play and scrutiny is rising. So, Jonathan, we now have Professor Fell's report and there are all these other inquiries coming up into supermarkets. But how long do you think it'll take for all of this scrutiny to actually reduce our grocery bills? It might already be happening, but only in niche areas. The supermarkets started to lower a lot of their meat prices in the hours after this was raised as a major political issue and an issue affecting the agricultural sector. So they are tuned in and they're sensitive to this. And while that wasn't a policy change, it was public pressure and scrutiny and there was an immediate reaction. For this coming 12 months, while you've got an HLC inquiry going on, and you have a lot of people, including ourselves, really invested in this and scrutinising this, it's going to be much harder for those making pricing decisions to put any cream on top of those pricing decisions because there will be concern that that will be found out. It's going to be an interesting next 12 months, Jonathan. What what should consumers be looking out for in terms of how this scrutiny comes to bear on, on their grocery bills? We've been aware for some time that price has been rising, but now we're really aware that maybe some of those rises aren't justified. And while all this is going on in the background, investigations and potential reform, there's also an opportunity for that consumer power to really be careful in what we're purchasing You'll often find different shops or different retailers have lower prices for different items and also perhaps not getting taken into some of the specials, particularly if they're not very good for us. So there is a role or an opportunity now that this is such a public issue for consumers to change their buying habits as well. That was Jonathan Barrett, Senior Business Reporter for Guardian Australia. We'll post a link to Jonathan's article on the ACTU's report on price gouging on the full story page. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Alison Chan and James Milsom. Sound design and mixing by Camilla Hannon. The executive producer of Full Story is Hannah Parks. I'm Jane Lee. Catch you next time. <laughs>